What You Need to Know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Give her a follow. Yes, please. Laura Romo, what do you got for us? All right. So Greg told us, I believe it was last week, that OnlyFans, the website, wanted to ban explicit content. If you guys Mm -hmm. know or if you don't know, OnlyFans is known for some racy things in there. Um, I know some people do it and don't have racy or nudity or anything like that, but it's it's very known for that type of content. And they were saying that they wanted to ban and get rid of all that type of content. Well, OnlyFans is now reversing that decision because the platform stars, so these top earners, were saying, well, if we can't earn our money the way we want, we're going to dip. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Never mind. We're going to take it back. So they actually reversed the decision of getting rid of all the racy content. Wow. That's I, wild. I still haven't gone to that site yet. I've, You know, I, I've never been to it. I've been told to get one because apparently I have a friend who was just literally posting pictures of her feet. And she was making money. How much? Uh, a month. I think she was getting like nine nine hundred to a thousand dollars, which for is not feet? a lot for pretty her good feet. money for foot pictures. Yeah, oh. they're just foot pictures. I mean, she does have cute feet. Like I was like, I wish she has skinny feet. Yeah. I feel like I got chunky feet. Yeah, you know, but I was like over five hundred pounds. So yeah, <laughs> but like she has really small feet, and I was like, yo, I wish I would have your skinny feet because maybe I would do that. But her boyfriend was like, okay, babe, now we're engaged. You got to take those. You can't have it. Okay, anymore. my really? feet. Why is that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. He just wasn't in it anymore. Like he didn't want her to be showing off. Her, I guess now. His engaged feet? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> so she stopped. So I know there's people that don't put any racy pictures or any nudity on there that still make money. But I don't know if I could do it. I thought about it. Hmm. I thought about it because I know people that have it who've done like the weight loss journey and stuff. And they post pictures of before and after. And for whatever reason, people want to pay to see that. But I'm like, I do that on Instagram. So wow, who cares? Cap, yeah. Cap what would you sport? Like she took pictures of her feet i mean i'm trying to look like what could i put on OnlyFans? fans <laughs> have the button ready laura <laughs> what right, right. Yeah, yeah i mean you may have to dump out of this but here's what i'm going to tell you Uh-oh. you know Greg, you ready? marco marco i have i have one really good foot like a a, a model caliber foot my right foot <laughs> could be modeling okay? your right foot could my be right modeling foot. okay right, but, my, but my left foot is disgusting were you okay, a left foot kicker it's horrible. No, I was a right-footed kicker. Oh, your your plant foot is all torn yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, but I was but I was, but to make matters worse, I was a right-footed kicker and a left-footed punter. Oh man. Yeah, but uh, I told these guys a couple years ago. Actually, it was quite a few years ago. I uh, I, I did an Ironman triathlon, and um, my toenail on my big on my big toe on my left foot snapped off. You know, and it hurt like a mofo. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, all these years later, that thing still ain't back. So I have got the most disgusting left foot you've ever seen in your life. And I have a lovely right foot. So it's kind of like, you know, that that balance. I see something. I think you make money with that. Right foot cap. See? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. All right, DeMarco, what's your your body part? I I have nothing. I have nothing. Maybe one elbow. I don't know. 
A shoulder? What? Okay, but you don't have... Okay, so it doesn't have to be a body part. I know people that just post pictures of vacations or whatever. So what would be your thing? Like, even if it was, like, old pictures of you in a uniform or, you know, when you played or something like that. Like, you wouldn't just get an angle? I have no idea. I I don't know what people would pay for to see me. I I don't know. I think it's just you. Just me? Okay. I don't know. I thought this whole fans-only thing, from what I gathered from the very beginning, and I really haven't visited it either, but I thought it was all about, like, sexually explicit content. That's what I thought. I thought it was basically, you know... Rated X. No, oh. no, you don't. You don't. Like I said, my friend had pictures of her feet. I knew another girl. She wasn't a friend, but just like an acquaintance. Yeah. Um, she literally had pictures of her puppy. Okay. And another mm-hmm. one that made food, like vegan food. This is helping. Really? So yeah. if my if my 20-year-old daughter says, I have an OnlyFans account, I shouldn't mm-hmm. get mad? <laughs> uh, I, no. I, I shouldn't, okay. like, you know, Here's go DEFCON 1? No, I, I think it depends, obviously, what she's putting on uh, on the site. But for me, is. There's certain brands that you hear and you think, oh, it goes to that, right? Like you associate OnlyFans with the racy nudity content. Doesn't mean that's what people are doing. It's just your association to that website. That's so, all I thought it was. Yeah. Wow. So it, I think that's as a parent or as, you know, you're like, oh, I need to be alarmed. Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, you know, but that is where it goes. So I, Greg, used, I used to read Playboy for the articles. Sure. Okay, yeah. you can keep telling yourself. Of course you did. Of course yeah. you did. Right. Everybody did. Greg, what would be your yeah. thing? Well, I was going to say my immaculate elbows, but DeMarco See? took it. DeMarco has so, more immaculate elbows. I mean, I do have I have really nice elbows. They're not ashy. They're not sh- like they're they're nice. They're good I'm looking elbows. I'm looking at my elbows. Yeah. Now, no, no. Man. These are these are nice, smooth, clean elbows. They're good elbows. Wow. But uh, probably just my dog. It's it is National Dog Day. I put nice. Lola up there and just Lola's let everybody cute. pay me to see my dog. Oh. What about like if you, I think if I would have my body covered in tattoos, ah, okay. I would probably do like my tattoos. I only have two very small tattoos, so that doesn't work out for me, but, or traveling pictures, like me traveling. Because it's not racy, it's nothing cool. crazy, you know? People pay thought, for again, weird things. I, I, I thought this whole fans only thing, the differentiator between that and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and Everything else. Yo, Snapchat uh, can get wild. So, I mean, (laughs) that's how it started. Like, if y'all don't know why Snapchat started, because you literally, if you would, let's say I sent you guys a picture or whatever, a comment, whatever it was, right? A message. You, if you, you, till this day, if you screenshot it, the person gets notified. Oh, really? So they will get notified that you screenshot whatever the picture, the messages that you sent. Mm-hmm. So you can't save it unless you're doing it with another phone because I've seen people do that. But they get notified. If you save it, they get notified. Like anything you wow. do within that chat, it gets notified. So what the youngins were doing, we're doing a lot of inappropriate stuff through yeah. Snapchat because the picture, for the most part, would delete after you would open it. Now there's different settings, but... Snapchat was wild, and I wow. think it still kind of is. DeMarco, do you have any weird accounts that you follow? And then we'll get right back to the phones. Do you have any weird accounts that you follow on social media where the person is putting out, not what I would call sexually explicit, but like liking to show off what they got? you follow any weird no, accounts like that on not any even, No, not even close. No, no. I don't have the guts to. Yeah. I follow one. I got to tell you, I follow this one really weird account. And um, it's on Instagram. Her name is Mrs. M-R-S, Mrs. Period. So Mrs. Poindexter, P-O-I-N-D-E-X-T-R, Mrs. Poindexter. Interesting. This, this woman has 889,000 followers on Instagram. On her bio, she tells you, 
I'm an accountant. She says, I'm an average mom. I'm a, I'm a senior executive. I'm a computer engineer. I'm a mom. I'm a hunter. I'm an internet model. And she puts out all these pictures every single day of her in lingerie. And I'm like, okay, you're a 45-year-old senior executive in technology. And this is her bio. And like, you go to work every day and people see you like this on Instagram? Like, what's that all about? I don't know. It's weird. Wow. It's very weird. I don't but think it's weird. I'm consumed with her. Uh, I'm consumed with her account. Well, you loved it. You just shouted out on radio. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I think, look, if a guy is showing off a shirtless picture, it's not a big deal. He's at the beach. He's working out. Whatever. People don't see it as weird or controversial. But let a girl put herself in a bikini no, or in something sexy, is. and it's like, oh, because well, check it out. No, check I'm. It out. But but it is like you know, there's. I, I don't post anything racy on Instagram, but, you know, I'm getting more comfortable with my skin and my body. So sometimes I'm like in a sports bra, like, hmm. yo, you're going to see my rolls come out. You know, I've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> so it's like it's just there. Like I have extra skin. I've, I've lost a, a, a big amount of weight. But certain people would see that as, ooh, racy, like my aunt. She's like, ay, mija, you know, you're in a sports bra. And I'm like, so? Like, who cares? No, you know this what is I mean? racy stuff, though. I'm trying to tell you, though. This is different. This is not you in a sports bra. This is a Racy woman stuff. Who's, right. you yeah. got to see what I'm... Mrs. Poindexter. Check Mrs. her out. Mrs. Poindexter. Okay. Yeah, I'm check looking. her out. Check <laughs> her out. Give her, give, her, give her a follow. I like her. <laughs> I know. You gave her Instagram twice. Yeah, follow Laura, me, hey. at Unique, U-N-W-E-E-Q underscore. I mean, you I know, like we're her. throwing out Instagram names here. <laughs> But I looked, right, her, right. I looked her up, and Me Cap, too. you're right. It is, this is, this is lingerie. This is yeah. This like, is, it's a little weird. It's a, I, I just okay. So it's not. It's. I mean, it's not weird. I it's was just, gonna so, say, yeah. Like, so a woman that's a, a professional okay. can't have. Let me get this off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go home like, DeMarco, yep, let me just why delete, were you looking at this on Instagram? Delete history. <laughs> okay, this is super, super side note and sidetrack, but I'm going to ask it anyways because I have three men here. So- Cap, you're divorced, but have a girlfriend. Greg, you have a partner, a girlfriend, and DeMarco, you're married. Correct. So is it wrong for you guys or for anybody that is in a relationship to be looking at a profile that may be inappropriate? Like if no. I have a boyfriend and no. I'm like, ooh, he's hot, you know? No. Not okay, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. No. Well, DeMarco's like, delete, delete, delete. So I had to ask. And Cap's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep looking at this all day long. <laughs> right. Hey, Rachel, yeah, check yeah. this out. In fact, when I have dinner tonight with my girlfriend, they're like, you got to take a look at Mrs. Poindexter's pictures today. <laughs> wow, good for you. Okay. I'm like, I'm the same way. When I was dating uh, TiVo, when I would see a hot girl, I'd be like, damn, baby, she's hot, right? And he goes, he would, at first, he would be reluctant to tell me like, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. But he noticed that I wouldn't get mad. Or if I would see a handsome guy, I'm like, damn, he's hot. And it wasn't a problem. Oh, if you see a handsome dude, keep it to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> really. DeMarco's like, you don't yeah. got to tell me. Wait, guys, did you say you were dating Tebow or Tivo? Tivo. It's, it's a Tebow. code name for somebody oh. that I, that I yeah. LZ Tebow. gave it to. I thought you meant Tim Tebow. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. okay. No. She went she back to it, so it was like a rewind, yeah, oh. rewinding LZ's, LZ's like, oh, you rewound. Got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. All right, let's go back to these phones here. Everybody wants to get on the air, and then we got a lot of stuff we still want to get to before we get out of here, including I want to ask you, DeMarco, what you think about Jared Dudley leaving the Laker franchise because the story's kind of taking on a bit of a life of its own. I'll get to it coming up in a matter of moments. Greg, where should we start here on the phone? Should we go to Angel? Let's start with Emilio on line one. There we go. Emilio in L.A. What's up, man? You're on Sedano and Cap. DeMarco's in. Talk to us. 
Hello, hello. How's it going? Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was at Angel Stadium with uh, some some of my buddies, and uh, it was uh, it was a <clears throat> it was a game where uh, Yoenis Cespedes was uh, on the A's still, and he made one of the top plays of all time, where he threw a runner out at home from pretty much a left field pole. And uh, the reason that I had left early was not by choice. <laughs> um, I was a little younger, and uh, you know, me and my buddies had. Had a couple brews in us. We got a little rowdy, and we got kicked out. So um, I had to miss one of the greatest plays of baseball that year, um, and we pretty much could hear the crowd as it happened from outside the stadium. So no. that's my story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Missing, leaving early. <laughs> that didn't sound like a choice, though, about leaving early. That sounded yeah. like you got kicked out. Right. Wow. Right. I can imagine that voice getting rowdy, though. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a rowdy voice, you know? Sounds like a friendly guy. He does. Yeah. But he was drunk. Okay, maybe the other guy comes out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that but guy yeah, sounded I, very diplomatic. I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of him as an angry drunk. Yeah. No. I'd love to hear him mad. Let me, <laughs> let me hear you get mad. <laughs> Here's Angel in LA. Yo, Angel, what's going on, man? Sedano and Cap, DeMarco's in. Talk to us. All right, so Kobe's last game. We couldn't get into, the, um, into Staples Center, so everyone went to Tom's Urban right across the street. LA Live was the place to be. Halftime. Lakers aren't playing that great. Down 15. Our buddies leave. And everyone starts leaving, you know, the bar. Like, everyone's a little scared that, you know, it's not going so well. It's going to go bad. Midway through the third quarter, people start leaving again. Kobe's not playing so hot. As soon as the fourth quarter comes, probably the craziest setting I've ever experienced. Tom's Urban's just going crazy. LA Live is going crazy. And... We know the rest. Probably one of the greatest endings we've ever seen in, like, for someone's career ending. And my buddies left. It was 10 of us. Only two of us stayed behind. It's Kobe Bryant. We had to stay. And for the rest of their life, they always, always, always talk about how much they regret leaving that scene. Because LA Live, right after the game ended, was the craziest I've ever seen it. I've gone to the um, parades. It was about that same vibe. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, man. Way to go, Angel. Good call. Here's one more for us. Let's sneak this one in. Here's Dr. Geffner in Marina Del Rey. Good doctor. Good evening. What's happening, Doc? Hello, friends. Uh, My shameful moment occurred in 1982 at the L.A. Forum. Can you guess what it was? You said 84? 1982. Oh, 82. 82 at the Forum. 82. Was it a uh, was it a Laker Had to game? No. Nope. Yeah. Nope, no, not Laker. Okay. Was it a was it a Kings game? Yes, sir. What happened? Oh wait, wait. Um, no, Gretzky's not with the Kings then, is he? No. No. All right, I'll tell you. Thank you. So um, I'm 17 years old, and uh, I <laughs> I left the miracle on Manchester. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now I gotta say, first of all, I'm a big advocate of leaving early. Still. I think if the game is boring or you're done with it, or you whatever haven't reason, learned your really, lesson. <laughs> no, I thought that there's a lesson with it. So it's it's fine if you want to leave, leave. You know, it's not judgmental to leave. When you're done, you're done. Um, but this was a blue. This I blew. You know, I want. I was 17. I wanted the game was horrible. It was five to nothing. Playoff game against Gretzky, mm-hmm. and the whole season was terrible we had season tickets and i had gone to a lot of the games because my dad loved hockey whereas i loved baseball um and i left you know and, when did you leave was it was it five nothing at that point yeah when, when yeah, five it was. nothing when i left okay yeah 
It was torture to watch it. <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> wow, man. Um, so, um, yeah, wow. and my family won't let me, you know, live it down. And I guess I had felt compelled to sit here and wait on mine to share my shame with the world for, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes on hold. Because <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. Well, uh, you deserved it, man. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a bad move. Yeah, uh, I mean, all I did was leave a, a game that went 16 innings, went five hours and 49 <laughs> minutes. You yeah, know, and it was a regular season baseball on. game, and 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 the team whose whose colors I was wearing has lost like 12 of the last 14. Yes. I don't feel so bad about it. But when you when it's down, you're down, your team's down five nothing. It's like really they're not coming back, and then they do, and you're like, man, I shouldn't have left that game. Way to go, Doc. Great call, man. Appreciate yeah. you, pal. All right, stick around, everybody. Let's get a check on traffic. Kiki is standing by, and then I got to throw this over to DeMarco and get his opinion about this story about Jared Dudley and leaving the Laker organization and retiring from basketball. We'll get there. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, DeMarco's in for Sedano. We are uh, about to get into this Jared Dudley story here in just one second. But before we do, I want to talk to all the LAFC fans out there. We're giving away sweet passes to see the LAFC take on Sporting KC. This is next Friday night, September 3rd at the Bank of California Stadium. Call 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Caller blank wins a pair of sweet passes. DeMarco, what number would you like it to be? Uh, 10. I like 10. It's nice. Okay. Nice number. 10. Okay. Caller 10. Very round number. Solid number. Two digits. Very solid. 16. No, 10. <laughs> 10. Call 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. DeMarco has picked caller number 10. Caller 10 wins a pair of sweet passes. Everyone in attendance will qualify to win a Carlos Vela autographed jersey. And special thanks goes out to Body Armor, more than just a sports drink. Stock up on Body Armor sports drink at your local Albertsons. Shout out to my boy Ken Ramirez, who reps Body Armor. And I want to just send out a special shout out to my boy. There you go, Ken Ramirez. You know why I picked 10, right? No, not really. Because that means extra innings, and I'm heading home. <laughs> That's why Should I wanted 16. <laughs> I, I, listen, after being up till 1 o'clock in the morning watching this baseball game and then trying to get myself to sleep, I got to say my brain is not exactly at 100%. I'm at about 65% capacity right now. Laura, where are you? You know what? I was like at 35, but right now I'm like 89, 90. Nice. 89, 90. Greg Bergman, you were sound asleep today when we when we jumped on our Zoom call. What, what, where's your brain at? He is busy answering phones to get wow. a winner. All right. He wants to get to caller number 10. All right. Yeah. There you go. But you All know right. what? Greg is up. Greg is up. Don't, don't underestimate Greg. He got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I told him we're going to grind through this thing. Yeah. So, DeMarco, let me get your opinion on this. Um, Jared Dudley who was very much considered the glue of the Lakers locker room. And we started chatting about this earlier in the week. Last week, before all of this was happening, there was talk about could the Lakers sign him? Should they sign him? How does he fit in financially, et cetera, et cetera. I was saying, listen, if Jared Dudley is such an important part 
of the Lakers. And if you can't figure out all the math, and if he in uniform doesn't really help you win on the floor, doesn't really contribute as a player, why not say to Jared Dudley, hey, Dud, Duds, hey, Duds, dude, why don't you retire? Why don't you put on a suit and tie? Why don't you work with us as an assistant coach? And all the things that you are as a backup quarterback, as LeBron's valet, if you will, you can be all of those things on a coaching staff. Well, then a week later, Jared Dudley is announcing that, one, he's retired as a player. Two, he's taking an assistant coaching job with Jason Kidd, who left the Lakers, went down to Dallas. And the most surprising part of all of this story, DeMarco, is that it seemed to catch LeBron James completely off guard based on his social media post, which surprises me. I would have thought Jared Dudley would have called him and told him what was going on. So then today, Bill Plaschke commented on this in the L.A. Times and said this is a monster mistake and it's, you know, it's, it's a huge loss to the team. So what do you think, DeMarco? Did the Lakers make a huge mistake by either not re-signing him as a player or finding a way to keep him in the organization as a coach? I don't think it's a huge mistake. And to your, co- your point about being a coach, well, he's friends with LeBron. He's friends with AD, right? They love him. They love having him around, right? Right. Well, you can't be a coach and be that same guy. Once you put on a suit and tie, you're you're a suit and tie guy. You have to be a little bit different. You can't hang out with the guys anymore. You can't sit in the back of the bus and play cards with guys anymore. You have to be a coach now. There's there's a difference between being a player and being a coach. Um, so that's that's number one. Number two, who knows? Um, maybe Kurt Rambis and Rob Polinka are helping out LeBron, assisting him here uh, by like maybe LeBron knew. This was going down, and he agrees with them, but he has to tell his guy that I hate that you're not here. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. In other words, you're saying that that they made the decision, and LeBron is, and I'm putting this in air quotes, is acting as if he didn't know. Yes, so that he's not really on the hook for it, and a- acting as if like he doesn't agree with it when in reality he does because they're probably right. We have to get younger. We have aging players. We need youth. We, we, we can't afford to have another older guy, especially one that's not going to play that much or help us win, So, uh, at least on the floor. So that's my guess. But I, I can say this. If you're going to transition to be a coach, from a player to coach, you can't be as cool as you were with the players once you become that coach. Do you think uh, that, that maybe, to your point about Rob Palenka and Kurt Rambis kind of doing Jared Dudley a favor, that he walks in to Dallas as an assistant coach and he doesn't have these kinds of relationships and he doesn't have this, this built-in concept of who he is and what he is and what his role is. And he can go in and start really digging into being on a coaching staff as opposed to just being everybody's favorite end-of-the-bench kind of guy. I agree. Uh, look, because of this tweet, because of this brouhaha that LeBron started with his tweet – uh, his his Q rating has gone up. Wow, this guy is so important and so great that LeBron James wishes he was with him in Los Angeles. Well, what type of coach are we getting? So it's a great look for Jared Dudley. You were in demand and you got away from LeBron. Tell me that doesn't help you in your next job or jobs. Yeah, I mean, reading today, reading through Plashy's column today, I was like, Bill, really, man? Like, look. I like Jared Dudley, too, okay? Jared Dudley has been a a pro's pro, 
as an NBA player. The reality of the situation is having him on the team and in uniform cannot help the Lakers win any games. He can't help them physically on the floor win games. I'm not trying to take a knock at Jared Dudley. I'm just telling you, based on the number of minutes he plays, the amount of points he scores, the statistical contributions that he makes, Jared Dudley not being in uniform is not going yeah. to make or break this upcoming That's Lakers season. That's never been in doubt. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Is he a great guy? Is he LeBron's go-to guy? Was he the glue in the locker room? Well, DeMarco, I don't know how it was in your NFL career, but a lot of times, backup quarterbacks, because the starting quarterback has so much on his plate, the backup quarterback could be a locker room leader, mm -hmm. could be um, a liaison between coaching staff and, and guys in the locker room. And there's a role to be played as a backup quarterback. I get that Jared Dudley played that role for the Lakers. But if a, if a backup quarterback is let go because they say, hey, you know what? He's 10 years in the league. He makes a million five. We can get a younger, better player who makes half the money. It's not going to really change our trajectory. Nobody really seems to complain about that. No doubt. Um, look, I think this is much ado about nothing, to be honest. I think it's LeBron giving his guy a rub on the way out. And it worked because we're all talking about it. Well said. All right, you got it. Hey, coming up. Everybody's favorite part of the show. It's the highest rated segment on the show. It's big deal or no deal. It's next. This is Sedano and Cap. DeMarco is in. Big deal or no deal. Next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks as always, Chris. All right, here we go. And we're going to go. We're going to start with you, Kaplan. Ready to go? I am ready. Bergman. All right. Since so, we're all calling each other by our last names. Yeah, we're just going to Kaplan, Bergman. <laughs> the Cap law offices of Berg. Kaplan and Bergman. Yeah. All right. So this is the big news we all needed in Big Deal, No Deal. Kim Kardashian West is obviously divorced or divorcing Kanye West. I don't know which one it is. I don't keep up with that stuff. Thank you, Laura. But fans want to know, will she keep the name West? Well, the answer has come out. So if you guys were on you're the edge of your seat wondering, yes. <laughs> yes, she is going to keep her last name so that she has the same last name as her four children that she had with Kanye. Scott Kaplan, your full name. Is this a big deal or no deal? 
Gregory Bergman, I'm going to say that this is um, a very, very big deal. Very big deal. Because most of us probably would think that if Kim and Kanye are divorcing, that Kim would drop the West. But I do see this as a trend where um, women do want to keep their name so that it is the same as their children. Um, when you said Kim Kardashian West, I thought there were like multiple Kim Kardashians and we were talking about the one that was directionally speaking westerly. I, I really, it, it, it didn't even occur to me that that was her, her last part of her last name. So I'm going to say big deal because my expectation would be that she would have dropped Kanye's last name. I thought like when you got divorced, you gave the name back. You gave your maiden name back to whoever. Isn't that how it works? No? No, dude. My ex-wife couldn't ri- couldn't get rid of my last name fast enough. Fast enough, right. Seriously. Usually like, they, they want to give it back to you. I hate your name. Yeah. Yeah, they usually <laughs> want to give it back to you, but it's, uh, that's that's kind of weird. So you don't want me, but you want my last name? It's Kim Kardashian, and this is she's one of my no-oxygen people, like Clinton likes to say, but she's not stupid. I West mean, that- is a bigger name than Kardashian? No, they're both equally big, but she's just not stupid. It carries weight, and she knows that. She's well, they, a business person. They both carry weight. So my ex-wife got rid of my last name immediately. She but we have, but, ah. but we have, but we have a daughter, and so my daughter Riley, her last name is Bergman. Um, th- that's my mom. Is the opposite. My mom divorced my father. And so, but she kept the last name Bergman because she wanted to have the same name as me and my and oh, my brother. Okay. So I mean, like, it just kind of depends on the person. Hmm. Like I said, I don't like the Kardashians. So, you know, I'm just <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I'm really I gotta say I'm so underexposed to these people. I know that they're big stars on TV. I know they've created big businesses with all of their <laughs> stardom. But seriously, like, I have no exposure to them. I never watch their shows. It always blew me away that that their people didn't know who Bruce Jenner was before Bruce became Caitlyn. Cause I was like, you, you people don't know who he is. Really? He's the star of the group, isn't he? And it turns out he not, <laughs> not, a, not even close. Did you say there are people that didn't know Bruce Jenner or their people? Like their the card- people. Cause like if on that show, they didn't know who Bruce Jenner they, was. Yeah. They were like all those Kardashian girls. They were like, wait, mom, who's this guy? Bruce. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Not that I really ever put any time into it, but neither. All right, Laura, next one, please. Thank God. (laughs) All right, DeMarco. Former NBA stars Allen Iverson and Al Harrington were on a podcast with Shannon Sharp, and they talked about the first time they played against Michael Jordan in a game and the names that Jordan called them. (laughs) So Jordan called Harrington a garden hoe, but it was not of the garden variety. And Iverson was called a little bee. Wow. (laughs) Are these names from Jordan... A big deal or no deal? No deal. I mean, that's 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 common practice in basketball, especially when you face a guy that's tiny. That's usually what comes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take that, you blank. Take that, you little blank. And yeah, the other one too, the H word. Yeah, that's 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 no deal. That's no big deal. Yeah. I'm gonna go the opposite direction for this reason. I'm gonna go big deal. Here's why. Because I love the fact that they were admitting it, you know, like it's not like they went on this podcast and were like, yeah, you know, he just kind of talked a little smack to me. No big deal. No, they actually came right out. We're like, oh, yeah, he called me all kinds of names. 
I thought it was really funny. I watched it. I heard it. I liked it. So, I'm going big deal. Are we supposed to be surprised that Jordan talked trash? No. Is that what no. it is? Not at all. Not at all. But like, you if you told me Tim Duncan said that to you, then I'd be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. David Robinson called you a garden hose? I would what? be floored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the next one, Laura. And we're getting to it's. We got a little bit of time left, but this is the last one I got. Uh, Laura, <laughs> Laura, we're gonna go to you for this one okay. because I need the female perspective. And of this. I can talk a lot. Gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, however you want to look at it. All right. So former NFL quarterback Andrew Luck was caught in a picture today, hmm. and in this picture, Luck is wearing cargo pants. But that's not all. Okay. He's actually wearing zip-off cargo pants, oh. so he can make them cargo shorts in a <laughs> matter of seconds. Wow. It's, okay. it's actually very practical, if you want to be honest about it, but either way. Greg, you just told the, me a lot about you I, right there. I, I do not have a pair. <laughs> sure, no, yeah. but I know people that do, my brother. You don't even have um, one, a pair for glamping? No, I see. That's what They're great for <laughs> glamping. They're great for glamping. This is why they're very practical, and that's a good call. And he has many. Kaplan. Uh, I do not have any. My brother does. But are zip-off <laughs> cargo pants in regular world life a big deal or no deal? Oh, my God. It's a big deal that you're wearing them, but they should be no deal and you shouldn't own them. So it's a big deal that he's wearing them and that he's wearing them in public just to wear them. And the fact that you could zipper them off and make them shorts is alarming for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to be very like if my dude showed up and was like, babe, we're going out and he's rocking that. I mean, I would still go out because, you know, most likely I like him and all this other good stuff. But I don't think, I don't know, man. That's, that's a, yeah, big deal. Big deal. Cap? I, I, I have a question to ask, and, and it's not intended to be rhetorical, but it might come <laughs> off this way. Okay. Why is, would we think that? What is the world's problem with cargo shorts? Now, look, <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm a reformed cargo shorts wearer because... <laughs> If you wear cargo shorts, you get ridiculed. But why? What What is the problem with the cargo short? I like <laughs> pants that have lots of pockets. Okay. I, I wear jackets when it's hot outside. People are like, why are you wearing a jacket? I'm like, because I got all my stuff in my pockets. I carry a lot of stuff on me, and I don't have, like, some man purse. So explain to me, somebody, why is there so much venom in this world for cargo shorts? Who wants to take it? I'm actually curious in the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're the female. Okay. Not that I rock cargo shorts. <laughs> I like Because they don't look good on to, me. Just to be clear. Yeah, but. Don't rock them. Okay, here's yeah. the thing for me. This is just me, okay, Laura, speaking her mind. I don't necessarily have a huge problem with them. It depends where we are. Like if we're going hiking, you know, or we're doing something outdoorsy, like going to the beach. I have guy friends that rock them. But I'm not a huge fan if we're going out to like dinner or we're going to be in a more, I don't want to say formal setting because dinner doesn't have to be formal. But you know, you, you should dress up nicer. You know what I mean? Like that's my issue. I don't, some guys can rock them, man. Like you see them and there's nothing wrong. Like they pull it off. Not everybody could do that. So I think that's where the concern thing. But the zipper ones, oh, yeah, nobody okay. needs to be. That was, those are for kids, man. I'm not joking, man. I, I think kids. a couple of years ago I was wearing a pair of cargo shorts that I thought were decent shorts. I liked them. They were like Nike cargo shorts. I'm like, these are cool. 
And then I wore them, and I, I posted something on social media. I got beat up so bad by oh. everybody. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I give. I give. Okay, no. you guys got me. I gave wow. up on cargo shorts. You should never let anyone punk you into not doing something you like to do or you oh, if really? you enjoyed. Oh. I, mean, yeah, I mean, granted, it depends on what you're doing. You know, I mean, got to be legal and all that other good yeah. stuff and, and healthy, but whatever. But, <laughs> <digressing>. <laughs> I got to be careful with cap, you know? You, you get, I got you. Yeah, but yeah. I just feel like if, you, if you're comfortable enough... And like you're, you, you want to wear them? Go for it. I well, will never Andrew wear Locke? a sweater vest again for that very same reason. Aww. A sweater vest. A sweater vest. Somebody what happened? Actually, was on this station. Uh, she pointed at. It was the update girl. Uh, her name was Mia. She pointed at me and just said, "Sweater vest." And I never wore one again. Aww. Yeah. But did you like your sweater vest? I love my sweater vest. Then you should wear your damn sweater what? vest. I mean, that was traumatized. Sweater vest. Like I thought I did something wrong. <laughs> You didn't. She was just Thank weird. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, people make fun of Sedano for wearing his turtlenecks. He still doesn't. See? Yeah. Yeah, Nothing he's still wrong. wrong turtlenecks. We don't really make fun of him for wearing turtlenecks. We kind of prop him up like, yo, that's very Dwayne nice. Johnson yeah. of you. I mean, some people make fun of him. Bingo. But- I made fun of him. Yeah, that. exactly. Really? I was okay. like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it looks silly, and I didn't like his pocket squares. Um, I <laughs> like, but I thought, like I'm happy that he, that he's comfortable and all of that stuff. But you know, well, I just he's not here. Let me go out. No, no, I would, I would tell him when he was here. You I think have, I did tell him have, when he was you here. Have, you have, you have. Not a fan. Silly. Think it looks silly. Um, I, the pocket square was just wasn't a nice, wasn't enough. Like he didn't do enough with the pocket square. I like that he had the pocket square, but there was. It was just a too much of like a straight square. <laughs> like, I'm actually showing you. I'm actually He's showing, showing you. Us. Yeah, look. What? See, like, I'm like, yeah, it was just a square. It was just a square. Yeah, just yeah. a pocket square. Yeah, that was it. And but like, wow. you need to like put a little more like oomph to it. Oomph. Um, yeah, I was gonna say oomph. Yeah. You're missing that word. Yeah. I, I per- look. I'm the kind of person that if you're comfortable in what you're wearing, wear it. Even if someone else thinks it's silly because it's your own style, it's who you are, and it's unique to you. Yeah, people are going to talk, but you know what? People are going to talk regardless. If you don't wear it, it's like, well, now you're wearing this. So, yeah, we joke around and whatever, but don't wear the zipper ones. I will make fun of you. I mean, I think Andrew Luck is kind of a crunchy kind of guy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, I also feel like Andrew Luck is like living this retired life. Because uh, when you're retired and you're like 26 years old, you know, you're like, what are you going to do today? I don't know, but I think I'm going to wear these pants and I may unzip them. In fact, you know what? I'm going to unzip one and not the other. I'm going to wear one long pant and one cargo pant. Or maybe he's going fishing somewhere wow. and he needs to take his pants at least halfway <laughs> off, the bottom half. I mean, I but, don't know, man. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It depends <sighs> where you are. Like, if you're going to be doing something where it's practical to be wearing that type of clothing, go for it. It makes sense. What's weirder? The the cargo pants that zip, that unzip, mm-hmm. or the you've seen these guys wearing the warm up pants, the NBA warm up pants that you snap off, mm-hmm. but they don't snap them off. They just wear them on the street. Oh, See, I haven't gotta seen that in a minute. Ready gotta be ready, Marco. Gotta be ready. Just freak. <laughs> <just weird. laughs> Whenever I mean? a game comes around, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go over to the park. Whap. <laughs> Take it all off. <laughs> Greg, I keep learning more about you with this. <laughs> Do or no deal question. I don't know, man. This, like this cargo short discussion. I got shamed. I'll never wear them again. I, I just am, I'm looking on Twitter. I just see one of our great 710 listeners, Neil Umshield, says, I'm driving around with my four kids. And guess what, man? You rock those cargo shorts, Kaplan. <laughs> you rock them. Yeah, you should. You should. Shout out to Neil and his four kids listening in the car. All right, coming up. 
listen, I got to get to a couple other things with you, DeMarco, before we let you actually leave us. We have had so much fun with you over these last four or five days, man. It's been so great. So uh, I still would like to talk to you about a few other things before we go. So hang around, everybody. Before we rock out of here and give it over to Kiki for some traffic, I want to remind everybody that big deal or no deal, you know, you talk about big deals. It's a big deal when you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law. That's because we don't have Bergman and Kaplan Law. You know what I mean? We have Sam and Ash Law. 1-800-304-2000. 1-800-304-2000. Because you deserve what's right. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Well, keeping my eye on a couple of baseball games here. It's 3-2 San Francisco over the Mets. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Mets have a runner on first. So San Fran with a one-run one lead over the Mets right now, bottom of the eighth inning. Dodgers and Padres are at 0-0, top of the third. And I was watching the Little League World Series out of my left eye. And Torrance, a shout-out to the Torrance Little League kids and their families and the whole Little League down in Torrance eliminated tonight in the Little League World Series. But much love to those kids. So there you go. A lot of baseball on tonight, DeMarco. Big time. Yes. Uh, All right, DeMarco, I said I had something else I wanted to talk to you about before we got out of here. I did not tell you what I wanted to talk about. I did not tell Laura and Greg what I wanted to talk about. Here it goes. You ready? Yeah. Okay. You ever watch on the NFL Network a show called A Football Life? Oh, yes. Yeah. I love those shows. Me too. Love them. So if I were going to do A Football Life... On you. Oh, boy. Ooh. I want to hear your story. So, uh, and I'll I'll gladly guide you. Here goes. Okay. Tell me about the early part of your football life. I'm talking like either as a little kid, Pop Warner. I want to get through high school before we get to college. What's what's the early part of DeMarco's football life? I didn't know you were going to Hannibal Lecter me, man. You know? Yeah, yeah I'm grilling you right uh, now. I mean, big time. Uh, football life. Uh, football family. Uh, uncles, cousins. Everybody played football. It was, you know, I used to drive around my neighborhood and wonder why people weren't playing football. It's just what we did. Where is this so that we can Oh, the Bay the Area. Richmond, California. Okay. So Which I'm is... the youngest of three. I have two older brothers. We all played ball. Okay, and and how much older are the older brothers? Say what? How much older are your older brothers? Oh, we're all two years apart. So my okay. oldest brother is four years older than me, and then I have a middle brother who's two years. Did anybody play together in high school? Yes. we uh, the, the first two played together in high school, and then when I got to high school, I played with my older brother. Okay, and did the two older brothers go on and play college ball as well? Yes. Uh, the, the oldest brother was by far the meanest and the best, <laughs> but he was a nose tackle, and God saw fit to make him five foot nine. So he wasn't widely recruited. Went to Cal State Northridge. The middle brother, we call the Adonis. He's 6'4". Ran a, ran a 4'6", 40. It was between – there were three top recruits in 1987. There was a guy named Tuan Van Lee who went to Stanford, some guy from Oceanside by the name of Junior Seau. I think I've heard of him. And my brother, Andre. Andre Farr. Biggest recruits in the state of California in 1987. He chose to go to UCLA. Okay, and how did Andre do at UCLA? 
You know, I told him he should have went to Washington, but, <laughs> but he didn't listen to me. You know, I mean, L.A., he's an L.A. guy. He became a businessman. So, yeah, he played. Uh, played well. He was one of their best players. So, uh, I didn't want to go to UCLA, so I chose Washington. Okay. It, yeah, it's uh, too close. UCLA, too close to home. Washington, just far enough. It was perfect. All right, hold on one quick second. In the middle of a football life, we would have to take a commercial break here on the NFL Network if we were on the NFL Network. And it looks like the Dodgers have Austin Barnes, baby. Okay, Austin Barnes with a two-run home run. And the Dodgers have taken a 2-0 lead over the Padres' top of the third inning. Okay, just keeping you updated. Keeping you updated. So your brother, DeMarco, this is an interesting part of the story. Two brothers, both played football. The second brother was a big star, one of the most highly recruited guys in the state of California. Goes to UCLA. Does he have a chance to play in the NFL? Yes, but I think the business bug hit him. He became an agent, a sports agent. Really? And is yeah. he still one today? Uh, no, retired. He retired when I retired. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Was he your agent? Oh, yeah. I, well, I had no choice. He's my oh, older brother. Actually, Adonis was going to yeah. you know, beat you up. I figure I can trust him. Yeah. Okay, so now here goes. So two brothers both graduate high school, and now you're a junior in high school. And tell me what is going on in your early career. Again, this is junior in high school kind of stuff here. Uh, junior in high school, my brother just left, so all the attention kind of fell to me. Um, it was rough, man, trying to follow in his, you know, footsteps. I mean, my brothers were good players and they were also team captains. You know, I was the young brother. I was the little brother. So, you know, I wasn't used to being the captain type. So it was hard that junior year, but I was good. We were good. We didn't go to the playoffs. Um, but I handled it my senior year. I kind of grew into that leadership role and we also won a championship. So I got to bring one of those home. Uh, home to mom. What so, kind of championship? Are we talking state title? Or are we talking like a CIF well, something? CIF. It's, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's California football. California uh-huh. high school football. There's so many teams. So right. we won our section. Got it. So we played in the Oakland Coliseum uh, of all places. So that was the big deal. Get to the Coliseum. So we made it. We won. So I brought that home. I felt like I was a part of the group then. And what position in high school were you? Or positions? I was a defensive tackle and an offensive guard. And the funny thing is, I was a better guard than I was a defensive tackle. Okay, so then tell me this. Again, this is a football life, DeMarco Farr. So how do you decide on Washington? Uh, See, I didn't want to go to Cal. It was Mm -hmm. too close to home. Okay. Like 10 minutes away, and I have an overbearing mother. She'd be in my dorm room every single day. (laughs) Uh, So UCLA, and this is where UCLA went wrong. I didn't want to go anyway, but UCLA assumed I was coming to them. So when the recruiter walked around, he had this, you know, a big chest like, oh, yeah, we got your brother, we got your uncles, we got your cousins, you're going to be a Bruin too. Nope, I don't want to go there. Uh, The only guy I like, this is a funny story, Cap, Joe Paterno came through the house, uh, Terry Donahue, Barry Switzer, all these coaches, all these legends came to my house looking for my brother. And I used to sit behind the living room and just listen to all of them, like 15, 16 years old. The only one I liked out of the entire group was Don James from Washington. I made my mind up at 16, if he comes back for me, I'm going with him, and I did. Okay, so you get to Washington, and uh, obviously we've talked a little bit as the week has gone on about winning a national championship in 1991, and that was a controversial team, um, not because of you, but the quarterback situation for people that don't remember. I mean, you can go do some research. Oh, I'm on there too. I, you are? Oh, yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Well, well, tell I, me. I got tell suspended for a game. <laughs> tell me, for what? Uh, I, I worked one day too long in this summer job, 
So I had to get suspended for one game. It, I think it was against like San, San Jose State, my senior year, something like that. Okay, so but tell me, when you get to Washington, how long does it take you to become an impact player? Oh, man. I mean, it was immediate. I mean, once I got used to the strength of these college players, it was immediate. You know, um, so I – that first year, you go right into fall camp, and that's hard because you're going right from high school right to a college uh, roster and on the field with these fifth-year seniors, and they're just grown men, and you're a high school kid, so that was rough. But by that spring, man, I mean, that's – you're ready. You know, I can compete with these guys. I got a little weight room time in, in you know, put a little muscle on my, on, on my, my upper body. So by spring, I was ready to compete. But here's the problem. Uh, t- to get on the field, I had to go through a guy by the name of Steve Etman. Mm-hmm. who wound up being the first pick in the draft at right, defensive tackle. Yeah, right. so yeah. I was his understudy until he left. Uh, so when he finally went pro, then I became a starter. Okay, so you play for a national championship team, but check me on this. You, to get into the NFL, you're an undrafted free agent. Yes. So so that's, you know, look, for anybody who makes it in the NFL and has a real career in the NFL like you did, to be undrafted, that's a really, really big deal. A, I'll start off with why were you not drafted? Why do you think? Six feet tall. Okay, so everybody – well, because hey, Aaron Donald today changed that whole thing. Well, six feet, 268 pounds. And okay. that year, the the first pick in the draft was a guy named Big Daddy Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yeah, and this is right after the Green Bay uh, uh, Packers had won the Super Bowl with Gilbert Brown as one of their defensive tackles. Mm-hmm. So Big was in uh, as far as DTs. So okay. they weren't looking for smaller guys. So once that passed, I think, yeah, the next year, Warren Sapp was drafted, who's not very tall. Right. So it kind of went back the other way. So I was a year too soon. So they thought I was too small for the position. Funny story. Yeah. Uh, we played Ohio State in Ohio State, and me and Big Daddy Wilkinson are going back and forth making play after play. And we both made player of the game. Guess who called the game? Dick Vermeil. Oh, my gosh. Guess oh. what he said during the game? I like this guy. I love that DeMarco Farr, but I think he's too small to have a pro career. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Right. When he became our head coach, that's the first thing I reminded him of. Oh, my of. God. That's yeah. great. So, so where when you were coming out of college and you're an undrafted free agent, did you have choices? Did you – and how did yeah. that work? It was strange, man. I mean, so, you know, you go through the draft and, you know, it, it passes you by and all these guys that you know you're better than uh, are, are getting drafted because they're bigger. And, you know, it was kind of depressing. Um, I wasn't – sober by the end of the draft uh but as soon as the draft ended my phone rang off the hook really I mean all these teams were calling and then my agent uh my brother was training under Bruce Allen at the time so he was training with him and Bruce Allen said hey look you won't believe this there's a bidding war for your services like what do you mean there's a bidding war there's well there's four or five teams that keep calling me about you and your signing bonus keeps going up so Eventually, I picked the Rams because they were on the West Coast. Didn't know anything about the team, but it was close to home. And they offered me 35000 bucks to sign. And from what I hear, that was the most any free agent had received in a signing bonus ever at the time. Oh, my God. This is, this is why I didn't tell anybody I wanted to do this. I love that show, A Football Life, and I would love to see A Football Life on yours. DeMarco, thanks for sharing all that. Hey, great job, Laura. Great job, Greg. DeMarco, have a great broadcast, and we will be there tomorrow at Hollywood Park Casino. Until then, peace out, everybody.